Good morning. We're starting. Uh, we're learning Hilchos and we're starting Klaches, which is the halachas of, of Marev Motzishabes and Havdola. So Ma'achim Tzilas Arbis can loisim mechal al Hakadosh. The same way there's a mitzvah of, of Tosef Shabbos, an Arab Shabbos, a person is supposed to start Shabbos early, like we spoke about. There's also mitzvah Tosef Shabbos and Matzoy Shabbos. So therefore, even though theoretically a person can start Tzilas Arbis. Uh, by a certain time, by Tzitzchakachobim, a person that then waits a little bit before they start davening Mariv. We will see in the next simon that a person actually da- can daven Mariv and Shabbos itself. And even though that is true, that's only in a situation where, where a person is an Onus, and otherwise a person should not daven Mariv and Shabbos itself, and since we're, we're being moisiv from the Chol onto the Kurdish to extend Shabbos a little more, so that Marav, which is a statement that it's already Chol, would be inappropriate to do under those circumstances. So included in this Shabbos, the person cannot do Malacha. So what point in time can a person do Malacha and Masi Shabbos? Ad sheyiru gimel kachabim ketanim retzufim v'lam afuzorim. So the Ikrasman of Tesu Kachavim is Gimel Kachavim Benanim. So, three medium sized stars. We, we live in, the, in many areas where there's light pollution, we don't see many stars. A place where there be no light pollution. So, the sky fills with many, many, many stars, thousands of stars. But first, the larger stars are visible, the, the brighter stars, in other words. As the sun sets, as the light fades, the brighter stars are vi- visible first, then the the medium lit stars, and then eventually <coughs> even the small stars, which have very little light, are visible. So the Icarus of Kachavim is Gimel Kachavim Benanim. However, we're not sure exactly what Benanim is. So if we wait till Gimel Kachavim Ketanim, so, because of the suffix of Shabbos, we would wait till Gimel Kachav Matanim. That's nothing to do with the Sefer Shabbos. Uh, but when you say Gimel Kachav Matanim, so that could be uh, spread out throughout the sky. We add on for the Sefer Shabbos that not only do we need Gimel Kachav Matanim, three small stars, but they have to be near each other, Ritzufim. They have to be in the same area of the sky. So that doesn't happen until the, uh, more light fades, that you start seeing all of the stars, even the ones next to each other. So we wait till Gimel Kachavim Ketanim Ritzufim Ulam Afuzorim. So why do we need Gimel Kachavim Ketanim? Sheinon Abikiim Bebeinonim Ritzufim Mitam Tosever Shabbos. So um, we're we're not sure exactly what Beinonim is. Um, we're not sure exactly. Therefore, once we have Gimel Kachavim Ketanim, so we feel confident that these are for sure at least Beinonim. One way to understand it. Another way to understand it is actually once you see the ketanim, you can tell next to the ketanim that you have benanim, what's called benanim. So you can't really tell. Maybe these are really, maybe these stars that we're seeing are really large stars. Well, once you see the the next stage of stars, and you can compare them and say, well, the, the, therefore, either the the stars you're seeing now are the are the the benanim, or the stars you saw before are the benanim. So you feel confident you have benanim, and we're not sure exactly how close this with sufim. So we just make sure they're really, really close. And we tell them to have a Shabbos. So that helps if a person is able to, vi- to visualize stars in the sky. If it's a cloudy day, so you're not able to visualize stars in the sky, 
In that situation, a person should wait till he feels confident. He has no no suffix. Um What time is... It's clearly way beyond the time that uh, the stars would have been visible had it not been cloudy, and then he can do malachim. Um So the, the Mishra points out, let's say a person has a clock, and he... The night before, it was clear, and he was able to visualize the stars, and he looked, glanced at the clock, and he saw what time that was. So the night before, he uh, went outside and saw the, the stars, so he could say, Kriyashma, uh, he wanted to check what time, worked outside, and the stars are out, and it's, uh, he looked at the clock, and it was 8, 8.30. So the next night, he could look at the clock and say, well, it's 8.30, so I can assume that the darkness, the level of darkness Last night is the same as tonight, so you can use that and rely on the, even though he does not visualize the stars, um, but he can rely on the, the, the clock to give us this calculation. Now, because of the fact that we have difficulty visualizing stars nowadays because of the light pollution, uh, we general work on uh, the information which tells us uh, that the, the sun goes below the horizon a certain amount. And based on that, we assume that the sky has reached a certain level of darkness and that, scar, that stars would be visible. And therefore, we base our right to do malacha based on the clock. But we see over here from the Chayotim uh, that that wasn't necessarily the, the procedure historically in Klai So Even in the time of the Chazanish in Eretz Yisrael, he used to pass him to Shabbos based on the stars with all of his knowledge of the math and astronomy and, and the times, he still used the actual sighting of the stars as the way to calculate Monsai Shabbos. Have a good day.